0: Life is just tweets now, why not just give in? It could be luscious, destructive, magnetic, repulsive. It's only for me on Monday, Mondays. Hello, and welcome to Monday Mondays, the minute podcast. A tiny weekly podcast about something. I'm your hostess, Mia Balantarjeli, here to make the mundane, mysterious, the ordinary, extraordinary, and all that. Maybe. I spend a minute amount of time every Monday sharing about everyday items, activities, thoughts, and everything in between, and as a warning to listeners, this podcast may contain wordplay. Please check out soundcloud.com slash mundanemondayspodcast to comment and share this, and send any feedback or mundane ideas you have to mundanemondayspodcast at gmail.com. Season 1, Episode 33 My Podcast Structure Where Does It Leave Us? So it comes to an end, Season 1. I have lots more topics to cover later, and thoughts like this will never come to an end until the real end. But for now, I leave for the distant shores of life. Many shores, inlets, islands, peninsulas and all the other places. I've been on vacation this weekend in New Orleans, Well, in California, the state has been reeling from the impact of yet more extremely destructive fires. In November. Paradise, California, where many people I know live, is now basically gone. I spent a lot of time there for many years playing in the Paradise Symphony Orchestra and taking lessons from the wonderful Ken Skursick, who died a few years back at the age of 98. It's a scary thing to never know what the next day could bring, joy or destruction, and I wish the best to everyone affected by these fires. I started off on this podcast adventure earlier this year without a generalized structure to cover each week's topic, but I definitely ended up with one. Thank you to Charles for bringing up this trend towards structure. To begin with, I blab for a while up to a question or a few that may or may not be related to an existential crisis. And there's general goal-oriented positivity throughout. Well, how mundane can I get for this special last episode of the first season of Mundane Mondays, the Minute Podcast? For more than seven months, I kept plugging along. To wrap this up nicely, first... Here's a list of the topics I've covered up to date. Clocks. Children's books. My voice. Red lights. The pit in the stomach. Bookmarks. Socks. Nitpicking control. Beds. Self-notifying. Cream on top. Frumpy is comfy. Turkey in the straw. Half-year resolutions. Fields of food. Boiling water. Naps. Discipline. Sparkling water, neighborhood parks, elevators, salads, cats, scrolling, convex blind spot mirrors, curtains, clutter, email, potholes, the rat race, and now on to the rest of episode thirty three for each title I came up with, there is always a question to lead into once in my mind for this week a leading question, or maybe it's showing the hole in what I usually think about with a topic, or it could be a bit of wordplay. I'm also trying to keep a bit of awkwardness going in my ramblings as well, like how I stopped cutting out the silences and slight extra tangents out of each recording. Some topics have been super surfacey just exploring random things my mind floats to, like pillows. Other weeks... Oh wait, did I ever talk about pillows? No, I talked about curtains, but pillows might be coming up later. Anyway, other weeks I was really thinking about a big deal, deep thing that kept a looming hold in my brain. Certain things kept me up at night, while certain things seemed so utterly mundane I couldn't help myself. And I always try to bring a personal tidbit onto the path leading to a question or a few at the end. Starting with a question, ending with a question. And eventually I started thinking with my own life's development about the positive process that is self-assessment. So I started announcing that at the end. Wait for it. It'll happen here on this very episode. I think one reason I like this development for each week putting together something for a podcast is that I have an excuse, a reason to broadcast something past my own mind. I do, in general, in conversation, talk a lot more than I did ten years ago, but I'm not much of a sharer, and I like the idea of fleshing out my thoughts, if for no reason than to put them out there. And posting on social media, while it is part of this podcast process as well, it's not something I like to do regularly. For topics, nothing can ever be exhausted completely, because there are infinite possibilities for exploration of each thing, but I like to process thoughts as far as I can at the time. That's a big reason I think that someday, maybe even before my 20s are over, I'll live somewhere with a real winter. That's a built-in period of a few months of necessitated coziness. As it is, I get so tired of just sitting there if I ever try that for days on end. So I know my mind will continue to explore lots of thoughts and latch on to some. Thoreau, in his book Walden, described some wonderful weather-driven lulls of time the likes of which I hope to experience soon. He said, Some of my pleasantest hours were during the long rainstorms in the spring or fall, which confined me to the house for the afternoon as well as the forenoon, soothed by their ceaseless roar and pelting, when an early twilight ushered in a long evening in which many thoughts had time to take root and unfold themselves. I complained last week about the past years of pretty constant working. I'm here, though, to tell you something you probably already think about. People who are alive often think they don't have enough time. Maybe they never think they have enough time. I mean, we're all on a definite pathway towards the end of our lives, no doubt about it. And before that, we have to squeeze in all kinds of productivity whether each of us believes it's productive or not, and whatever we believe is productive. Especially important, this is, if we believe there is a finite amount of energy available. I don't believe that, though. And wait, here's a question. Why are we so deadline-oriented? I have no idea but there is always one big looming goal for anything we're working on. Oh, and then it's done. I've heard tell of a process-based exploration, where the goal is a deeper sinking in through allowing more time and connection to the task at hand. Like a story I heard. This July I was in Mendocino area, on the coast of California, for the Mendocino Music Festival, and we had some time to work on chamber music including masterclasses with the wonderful cellist Bonnie Hampton. In a conversation one night, she spoke of a piece she learned, where she took a period of time to first get it under her fingers, then there was a break of months, and after a return exploration, it was finally performed for the first time. More thought went into the details that I'm sharing here, of course, but as a violinist, I find the idea of something like that amount of preparation amazing I've never done that before before a performance least of all for each piece I play and it's not feasible of course but definitely a dream to do it here and there and one of the things is that now that I'm not on a schedule for everything I do that's determined by others like at schools who say here's a semester fit it all in and then it's over or one specific place that tells me I have to be here all the time. So yes, I have a lot in my calendar that has to be performed at certain times, but I can do whatever I desire outside of that. Hmm, so much openness, so little time. Now what's left? Uh Uh-oh, personal drive. Do I have what it takes to go deeper than I ever have with any music ever? I'll see, and I'll tell you, and maybe it'll happen before I reach the final sleep. Actually, definitely, since I can't sleep and practice at the same time. Anyway, I like that this podcast ends up being sound-based in the end, although I mostly write it down as text before I record each episode. But then when I write, in my head a voice is saying it out loud. Not really out loud, but you know what I mean. Sometimes I do it by hand at first. Sometimes I type. Either way, thank you Google Docs for holding the words in the end. There has been a pretty strict structure of preparation, important for getting these mundane Mondays episodes out every week for 33 weeks. I have all the intro and general materials ready, so that once I record it, I know I write a caption for my picture for social media, Upload the audio to SoundCloud, post the picture with its link, and it's out there, out of my hands, and onto your ears. Having a certain day every week is a nice start to the structure, and that will definitely continue in the new year. As for how to explore more deeply each topic, I bet that conversations will lend a helping hand. Beyond that, exploration will have to tell. Right now, I'm ready for that break where the thoughts can flow by with a calmer timeline. Someone once told me they have a day every week without a scheduled structure specified. I don't think that's possible right now for me, but the open hours are here and more on their way. Plus, plans are underway to finish decluttering our house. And from what I hear on the grapevine, between eavesdropping and personal anecdotes, I've gathered that home cleanliness is a thing that over the years in a household can reach some emotional places. And I'd rather have a strict structure for that and not so much for my creative life. Here's the part you've been waiting for. And onto our self-assessment for this mundane Mondays topic. Do you have a structured way for exploring thoughts in detail? Do you often feel like you've thought through something intriguing or problematic to completion? When have you actually processed something enough that you move on and don't mentally return to it constantly? And lastly, what keeps you up at night? Or if you're like me, what wakes you up at 4am and keeps you from finishing your well-planned full night of sleep? Thank you for listening and see you next year.